Hello, friends and family, and welcome back to What Are You Watching podcast here on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Twitter. I like I'm Dan, that. and this is my friend Hunter and co-host. I like that. I like that. That was good. I felt like it was like CBS Nightly. I feel like I might have said it earlier. I don't remember if I brought up 60 Minutes, but that kind of felt like the intro. Like, break it next story. Two podcasters. Something like that. Sure. I, hey, I was thinking about it kind of all day. I was like, what should I do? And then I was like, why don't you just act like it's a real show? And that's what right. I did. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure, just like the morning show, which I've watched previously. Easy money. Here we go. Yeah, let's kick it. We are tonight's entertainment. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Duh. Sip a diet C and away we go. It is Tuesday, uh, July something. Christmas in July was just the other day. Um, me and Hunter did take a week off. I was on vacation. Thank you very much. And we are here to review Apple TV's kind of hit show. Well, it is critically a hit, but it doesn't seem like too many people watched it. Severance. Yes. That's why we're here though, to make this a hit because of all of our followers, obviously Patreon, Spotify, Twitter, Apple TV, Mm -hmm. Apple, Mm -hmm. Apple podcasts. Um, the viewing is going to blow this up. Yes, we are back. It is July 26th, Christmas in July. My brother's birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday, Jackson. Happy, happy birthday happy. from Applebee's yep. to you. Happy, happy birthday. Here's a hot chocolate lava cake for you. That's good. That was freaking sharp, original. That was great. Um, happy to be here. Yes, we took a week off for once. Not my fault. As <laughs> yeah. uh, previously over the last four years, every missed episode or break was my fault. So this one, I'm really going to stick it to Dan. It's not yeah. like, uh, oh, forgive him. You know, he only did it once. Fuck you. Yeah. You killed my schedule. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I did go to the beach. I'm now tan. Um, tan Dan. Tan Dan. I had a few a few vacation mishaps. Nothing too bad. Me and my girlfriend almost got lost at sea on paddle boats. Love that. Uh, rum ham. No, it was, dude, it was exactly like rum ham. Like we went out. And we started paddling and like the tide and wind just pushed us out so deep and we end up turning around and we're like, oh, okay, we're far. We're very far, but we can get back. Ugh. It took, Ooh. it was so easy to get out here. We can get back. We start paddling to go back. It's just, we're just, just burning fuel. We're just, just burning not moving. Right. Right. <laughs> like we were at 80 fuel and like we just didn't move, but the fuel just kept ticking, ticking, ticking. Um, I, uh, Lily was struggling a little bit. So was I, but I was doing better than her. And I was like, I was worried we weren't going to make it. We end up like pointing ourselves more to the side and put t- letting the tide take us a little more. Instead of aiming here, yeah. we aimed here. We yeah. made it back. It took, we were out there for like an hour and a half plus. Sure. We were trying sure. to be there. We were supposed to be under an hour. Um, it, no, when I got back, I felt like a lost sailor. Dude, my face was beat. My hair was all messed up. My I hadn't shaved in a while. My beard, yeah. and I was just like, dude, my legs were like dragging on the sand. I was like, I need water. I need water. I need water. I mean, how how close were you to yelling for help audibly? Oh. Like, how close were you to really just going, please, someone? So, so I had an orange hat, and I had the idea popped in my head. I will not lie. I was just gonna put it on my paddle and just start waving it <laughs> like a madman. Well, it, it was like. <laughs> it was just like the panic only hit 
when there was a moment when we were both paddling for a long time and I looked up and I was like, I think we went farther back. Like, you know, that feeling oh, you're like, man. you're like, no, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, how did we get ourselves in this situation? For sure. Um, yeah, but it, it ended up being fine. It was just, it was like in the moment I, I was sweating a bit. That was for me. That's intense, right? That that's that's something you just text the boys after you go. I almost died at sea. Yeah. yeah. What happened? Oh, we paddled the tide. It was ripping us. Oh my god. Jeez. That's that's. Oh, woo, woo. Love that. Yeah. Other than that, vacation was great. Had a good time. I mean, that was Love fun. That. But yeah, yeah, that's where I was at for sure. Yeah. Um. Well, last time, last time we chatted, going to Rainbow Kitten Surprise, right? We, I did that little intro. You didn't talk um, about the concert? Or did you no, just tell me it was over the right phone? Before. You I told just right, me over I went the phone. Th- no, no. We talked about it on the intro to the last podcast. I was going to wear the white t-shirt. Yeah. I was going to get the glittered eyes. Concert was the next night, if I remember correctly. Concert yes. was spectacular. First concert at Red Rocks. It was beautiful. I got a sucker and a little a little fake tattoo. It says, my first concert at Red Rocks. <laughs> Super original. Um, funny enough, they actually canceled the rest of the Rainbow Kitten Surprise right. Tour. The next night after we went and saw them, mental health reasons sucks. You know, I'm with them though. I stand with you, Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Take your time. Um, I am thankful that I was able to see them before they canceled the tour because if they canceled the concert at Red Rocks to be my first Red Rocks concert and see Rainbow Kitten Surprise, I actually would have cried. That would have been streaming down the face, my eyeshadows running. I'm in full on tears. (laughs) volunteers yeah no i'm glad you did get to see them it sucks what happened but it's like i gotta see them um you did you you must have facetimed me because i knew what happened yeah um yeah Yeah. yes yes i definitely called you post post interaction yeah that's i'm glad you got to see them and i'm glad you got the tattoo very original Um, thank you and i'm glad they didn't cancel the tour because of something you did because that could have been bad right like the lead singer just happened to see your you shirtless and froze, falls off stage, breaks their ankle. Right, right. They go, I've I've never seen a man so cut in my life. Mm. That's a freeze frame, maybe a heart attack, maybe a stroke, broken ankle. The pipes. She's like, I'm not going out there in a wheelchair. I can't. You know, the yeah. tour's canceled. I'm done. Tour's We're done. Canceled. Yeah. yeah, that would be a real shame. Um, I kind of like this little recap we got going because it's been two weeks. Lastly, as well, on my terms here again, um, I did that week-long social media break, seven days. You feel cleansed? So it's like I I, I had some great observations, and I really enjoyed it. Um, Some few observations. I ripped YouTube for over an hour every day. I sure. think I average I mean, about an hour and a half on YouTube. Not social I, media. We already it doesn't count. You know, disclaimer: not social media. No, uh, but I I thoroughly enjoyed spending an hour and a half on YouTube compared to an hour and a half on Twitter. The differences are mind blowing. A yeah. few things I noticed: one, the amount of times I reach for my phone, pull out my phone when I go pee, when I'm waiting to fill up my water, like these sure. crazy moments, and it's just like. Well, all my apps were deleted, so I had nothing to click on. It's just like right. I was still reaching for it. It was just so natural. Nah, I just like that. Yeah. That one really clicked on me because it's like, what, dude? You're just going pee. You don't need to browse. You don't need to. You scroll don't need on to browse. You don't Nothing's need to scroll sc- on the John. No. Um. So there was some good observations. I enjoyed being away from the news, like not hearing about someone who caught on fire in Australia. And this person who blew up in Detroit and seeing this Ugh. messed up video. You know what I mean? I was away from yeah. that, which was oh, nice. Yeah. 
but by no means was I not watching TV, YouTube, and playing video games. Like, it wasn't like a dopamine where I was like, I came out and like could see the future. No, I just took a break from social media for a week and uh, not not a dopamine cleanse by any means. I was still right. doing, I was busy. I was still busy. I was, uh, yeah. I think it would have been a lot funnier if you leaned into that by being like, yeah, Matt, like all the all the real people that love to flaunt their stuff on social media, you know, the girls and the guys that are like, and then they take the two day break and they go, Oh my God. I mean, talk about being connected with reality. I've seen things I've never seen in years. This sucks. And this is mind you two days. Maybe they didn't even delete the app. They just set the timer where you have to like click again to go into the app. And you're like, Oh man, I was only on for my streaks, but I mean, no other snaps. I wasn't checking Twitter, no posts. Like, Look at my Instagram. I didn't like anything. And I am just so at peace with the world. Because yeah. I, I think we all know people like that. Where no. they, they'll, they'll post on their snap story, taking a break, <laughs> taking a break. You know, I'm like, all right. All right, Gary. Like, thanks for announcing it to the whole fucking world. You're taking a break. Right. It's like some their phone breaks or they happen to go on a vacation they don't want to go on where there's no cell service. And it's like, dude, that, that doesn't happen if you if you take a small break from social media. Like, I just didn't know what was happening with sports, so I watched Sports Center. And when I was yeah. at the gym and the TV was on, oh, I and I saw breaking news. I found out this NBA player got whatever. Like I just found out news different ways, yeah. slower OG. than I usually. Yeah, original gangster. That's it. It was like, oh, I just have to watch Sports Center instead of going on my phone. I just yeah. enjoyed not getting warped in, but by no means was it like, yeah, you're right. Oh, dude, touching the grass for the first time with my <laughs> bare feet. I felt like I could touch the core of the earth and my mind was finally clear. Yeah, Dude, that's all what I of, wanted. Yeah. And it's like they're posting about this on social media. It's yeah, like, oh, great. Oh, it's like sure. great. Yeah. For sure. It's like they're taking a break from social media, but they still take a picture of the sunset, right? It's, come on. It's the simple um, things, man. Yeah, for sure. I got a haircut too. I don't know if you nice. compliment me on that. Little little mid fade going on. We're in my ramble tea. Maybe we get a sponsorship in the future. Ethan, if you want to plug us some dollars, we'll start blasting you out around there we started as a ramble production people forget we did i listened to some of the old episodes always sponsored by ramble shop uh shop ramble um ehad could make us instead of a t-shirt we might be rocking a jacket that's designer Mm. samples Mm. by ehad um Mm. (laughs) could you imagine we're just like wearing like basically runway shit on in our studios Mm. from now on like wearing the the big peacock feathers and shit that say ramble like all across them yeah he's listening right now he said peacock feathers <laughs> people are watching this they go is this rupaul's drag show or a podcast about tvs and movies yeah I, I wouldn't be against just getting styled ridiculously but i'd be so for it yeah that's the first the second thing we're getting in the budget will be a stylist make right. a stylist once we're back in the back. studio um, yeah, for sure f- funny enough about the studios i was looking at some of our old videos which were a mess when we we're in the studio my camera only can record for 20 minutes it was my mic keeps focus. falling for Your sure. mic kept falling. We we forgot to turn on the one TV. It was yes, like we did. annoying. Orange was on, but you could tell it was Safari. Like the studio was getting there. It was awesome, but we keep talking about how awesome it was. And I just like look at some of our videos, and it's just like it was it was cool, but like we were we were botching it the whole time. It could have been done better, right? It could have been done. We could have done it better, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, could have been All the right, best I, part. No, the best part about the whole thing is that we were together, mm. right? The broadcast. The TVs, the mics, the camera, uh, hosh posh. We was together, right? Yeah. Symbiotic relationship. You know, you get in the conversations. As Spina would say, communicating without communicating. Yes. Is that what he said? 
Yeah, that's what he said. Word for word. You got to start communicating without communicating. Thank you, John. We're going to try that out. I'm not too sure what it means. We're going to try that out. That that uh-huh. one that one was like Spina stayed up till four in the morning by accident and listened to us like you know what I mean he put it off oh. all day and he couldn't sleep he's like fuck it fine and he ripped used all his three notes. episodes yeah ripped his notes them all right detailed <laughs> communicate without communicating I kind of get what he's saying but that's harder over the Zoom uh, Hunter's yeah. like a he's got like squares he's like an unloaded video you know yeah, yeah. in in Mountain Standard Time Mountain um, Standard Time for sure seven thirty three p.m. We're always getting yeah. better, though. And I, I do have one more topic I wanted to bring up. Uh, please. I'm all ears. I'm getting pretty excited for fantasy football. I was going to bring it up, too. I just picked our league's draft order. Mm. So I love that you just brought that up. Yes, football. I'm, I taste it. I Like, mm. I'm without social media. I can smell the fresh-cut grass, right. the beer, the, the game day hot dogs, the brats, the flank steak. It's... Training camp sports. Sal Palantonio is relevant again. Adam Schefter's tweeting a little bit more. Wait, did Sal, did Sal Pal ever do Buffalo? Does he do Buffalo now? No. no. Oh, he was always just, Philly. No, he was always yeah, the Philly guy, so it's funny. Yeah, yeah. he's just back. You know, yeah, he's no. tweeting again. It's Sal Palantonio. They're calling I, him in. Yeah, Sal Pal. No, I'm stoked. It's it's. I was outside tonight. By no means was it cold, but... It was brisk? Falls in the air. Football's oh. coming. <laughs> Oh. Football is coming, and I'm stoked for fantasy football. I was on the beach, kicked up doing mock drafts, um, running the team by on fantasy pros, just trying to find, just trying to get that perfect team. Mm. Because all of these years, I'm not good at fantasy football, but I've learned that there's ways to be good at it without getting extremely lucky. And I, I've been studying, I've been watching YouTube videos, a lot of YouTube videos of fantasy football my week off doing some yes. mock drafts, just trying to sure. get myself sharp. I wouldn't be lying if I said I wasn't doing some reading myself. I uh, Obviously, I'm picking, what, ninth in, in the league that we're in together. Hmm. So I've been looking, you know, what's the strategy for number nine? You're number eight, so we're, we're next-door neighbors there. Um, yeah, you know, I've been perusing the website, Fantasy Pros, gearing up, getting my tabs ready for the draft. Uh, like I just said, I, I picked my home league. I'm the commish. I'm the commish. Uh, I just picked the draft order. I am 11th, so I don't. Yeah, a little unfortunate. You know, that's kind of unfair for me to be pulling names out of a hat. And I pick mine second last. At least it shows people I'm not cheating, right? Right. I didn't know if that was on purpose or not to you, for you to gain favor. Uh, and it's all about gaining I want to stay in power. There was a talk a couple weeks back where I gambled the fantasy money away before the end of the season. And they were like, maybe it's time to impeach Hunter. <laughs> and, you know, I've just had to, I've had to hunker down. I've had to settle in. And I've had to really show my constituents that I'm here for you, right? Right. Really show them. No, I like how there was talks about it, but it is true. It happened. Not anymore. You're grown up now. Uh, adult. Absolutely adult. Yes, big boy. Um, <laughs> no, hold your power. But who do you think I'm taking at eight? Who do you want? What are you targeting? I don't want to say nothing. I, I, I want you to take. I want you to take fucking Julio who, who do Jones you, at eight. Who do you think I want? I want you to take Julio Jones. So that just leaves another another breathtaking pick for me to make. All right, I want a good selection. I don't think who do you any... want? Right, if, all right. Here's your. Maybe we'll start doing this. Here's your fantasy insider for the week. I'm thinking at eight, you're probably taking a tier one wide receiver. All right, so keep mm-hmm. that in mind for everybody out there. I'm seeing your eyes wander a little bit. He goes, hey, but what about that bottom tier one running back? You know, That's, right? What do you bounce around? Right decisions i won't speak mm. no <laughs> advice here not with you here um oh 
Fantasy football, yes, can't wait. Real football, even better, much better, actually. Well, actually, those combined, Creed, Heaven, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Bliss, Copacetic. Yeah. Uh, they go so Buck well Ball together. Yes. I guess it's like there's there's tri- there's a triangle of football, right? It's football slash NFL red zone, fantasy football, and then gambling. You combine those three, you get the triangle of football. And if you yeah. want to make – yeah. I think that works. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking uh, it's always sunny Philadelphia. Magic's in the air. Magic's in the air. And they jump across. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's when when you brought that up. It's just immediate. Magic is in the air, right? right? Training camp's coming back. The boys in red, white, and blue. Buffalo Bills hit the field earlier this week. Oh, do they look good? Does Josh Allen look good in shorts? This is the year. The year. Listen, I hope. I wish you guys luck in the future. Thank you. I also wish you good fortune in the wars to come. Thank um, you. Thank you, Sir Arthur Dane. Yes, I don't want to talk about Game of Thrones, but House of Dragon trailer looks fucking amazing. George R. R. Martin is high Endorsed. on it. He, he's saying he's all in. He's saying it's dark, it's visceral, it's got the tone we want. It looks great. HBO always gets the best actors. There's like 15 fucking dragons or something I saw, like some yeah, ridiculous number. A lot of CGI going to go down. A lot of budget. Before I can't wait you, to talk about that show. Now that you bring it up, now I have to ask you a question, right? I want to hear your opinion. Is this the kind of show that they can extend for a second season if it's such a smash hit? I don't know because I don't really know the story. So it's I'm pretty sure it's the Dance of Dragons. So it's well before the Mad King. Yes. I don't know about how well before, but it is before the Mad King. Correct. It's about the Targaryens jostling. Targaryen restoration, yes. Yeah, kind um, of, you know, flutzing around. Yeah, I haven't been into my lore in a long time with Game of Thrones. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to end. I don't see why not they could do two seasons. It seems like limited series and television, they say they're going to do one season, but they're always like, if it's good enough, uh, if it's popular enough. Yeah, they're never long. like, there's never a hard ending, unless it's like a show like Watchmen or something. Right. There's never usually like a ending. Yeah. So we'll see. True. True that. True that. Um, yes, pumped for that. And then... Yeah, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely get back into Game of Thrones, and I'll have a sword by my side, and we'll be ready. Mm-hmm. Like we might go you know, spend half the podcast episode to episode. Honestly, that's something I'm prepared to do. I'm prepared yes. to do that. Anything for you, my lord? Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones YouTube. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, we no, are we, here. We will go down a rabbit hole. Don't talk about Game of Thrones YouTube in front of us. It's the most deep category in YouTube. All shift X. Yeah, cutting <laughs> that off. All right. Um, but we're here for Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. Show Severance, directed by yep. Ben Stiller. Yes. He's all in it. He's directed. He's produced. Not the creator. Uh, some other dude who just thought of the idea. I don't know his name. Yeah. Yep. Um, starring... Adam Scott as the lead, and I want to say this before I go into the show. I found out the show, Ben Stiller read the script five years ago. Five years ago. They've been working on the show for or five years. Adam Scott got signed on in like 2018 or 2019. They slowly no built it up, but Adam yeah. Scott's been on early. Uh, they've been working on it for five years, and I think that really shows. Um, Adam Scott as the lead with Mark S. Um, and then there's a pretty... I wouldn't say unknown. Oh, actually, unknown is the wrong word. 
but behind him is a pretty robust, good, really, really good cast from yeah. Milchek to Cobell to Dylan Helley, um, Irving, Burt, Christopher Walken, John right. Totoro, um, yep. Zach yep. Cherry as Dylan from is he yep. in uh, is he in Cobra Kai? I don't know if he's in Cobra Kai, but no, I he's know not. For- He's in Succession. He plays the guy that. Uh, Thank you. What's his name? That Roman cows yeah. around with at the amusement park thing. Correct. Correct. Um, so pretty good cast. Um, definitely good reviews in terms of critics. Looks like eight point seven on IMDb. I thought I saw yeah. ninety four on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, so this is a show where we have to make sure we're careful with spoilers. We right. will this start... is the no, no spoiler segment as always. Right. So don't, don't get it fucking twisted. No. Our listeners. All right. Don't get it twisted. No, no this is spoiler free as we lightly chat about the show. And then we will give our scores. Once we give our scores in depth, look spoilers, um, hard, hard. So, Severance, um, the basic concept of the show is that this company can snip your brain. Ugh, I had such a better intro. You're just that Do is, it. Oh, Do all it. right. I was going to say, right now, a lot of pressure's on me because I brought it up. I was going to say this show follows a pharmaceutical company called Lumen that is experimenting with a new technology called the Severance Program that basically allows them to turn off and turn on someone's brain. So what that means for the people of the show is that they get to work. Right, they clock in, and then in their heads, they clock right back out. So that whole part of their day, they basically they live two lives. They have their person that's working and the person's that's not working, and it's following all the kinds of mysteries and stipulations that come with what am I doing when I can't remember it when I am that other person, and it evolves into quite a curiosity of a show, very I'd say thriller esque, and we're watching it through the eyes of Mark. And a few of their other employees there, and just seeing how this whole thing comes together. Solid, solid. It didn't your your didn't blow me away, but it was definitely good. The, the first two sentences were cool, and that's all I really thought of, and that's all I really wanted to say. And then I, I lost my train of thought. I appreciate that. Um, You're welcome. But a good thing to note early is like actually no, I don't want to talk about that. It's not spoilers or anything, but like I will talk about. It. I changed my mind. So it's called an Audi and an Innie. So. Basically, it's like almost two separate consciousness and like pretty much two separate humans, but the same body. So Mm -hmm. when they are outside of work, like Hunter said, when they go into that elevator, the next thing that Audi remembers is literally just going home. So it's eight to five is skipped. It's just eight o'clock, then it's five o'clock. And then for the any, when they leave at five o'clock, it's or whatever, it's when they leave is the next thing they remember when they walk out is the next day when they walk in. So yeah. there is no in between. So their no. lives, yeah. the the innies, all they know is work. The outies, all they know is outside. So those yeah. two things are so separate. And that creates this question is what is really going on in the office, which from the start is clearly sketchy. Yeah. Um, but like you said, this show's definitely a thriller. Um, and I saw Jordan Peele talking about it because he makes thrillers, new movie Nope. I really want to see it. Um, Me too. He was talking about like a slow burn and how that creates tension. And I thought this show did it so well. It's like we're not getting anything. We're getting things revealed, but not a ton real quickly. Like no. you're not scared because of what's being revealed. 
you're scared of because it's slow. Yeah, rise you just want to know up. how bad how bad does it go? How deep is this? You just keep going like, what's next? What's oh my god? Something's about to happen. Something's about to happen, and then something does happen. But it's like you're always just ready to be scared or be like, Bah. Yeah, and I love I love that way of like the new thriller mystery that slow mm-hmm. burn up. I mean, Lord knows there's at least a couple scenes where we were shirts off because we were sweating oh, so yeah. hard. We'll get into that during spoilers, but I mean, there's parts of it where your heart's racing and you're thinking to yourself, "What the fuck is going to happen next?" Yes, um, no, the we'll definitely talk about the shirts off and the slow burn thriller. Um, but uh, there's like a few things in this show that I think uh non-spoiler people who are listening like why they should watch it's like uh, season one of lost is one of the best seasons of television and this reminds me so much of season one of lost and i read an article that they talk up they talk the severance people showrunners talk about lost and how they don't want to make the same mistakes mm-hmm. and it's like the show creates such a mystery and gives you a little piece of this massive mystery. That's it in season one. There's this much mystery. We get this yeah. much. But it felt yeah. like the whole season, it wasn't like, oh, that's it. We only got this. There's so much more yeah. to be learned. And I think a lot of shows really struggle with that, where the first season is like, here's everything. They give away too much. Here's all the, yes, here's all the characters. Here's the whole world. Yeah. We don't, we don't know much, but I cannot. They cliffhanged us and i cannot wait for more that's it was a hard blue ball hard blue ball right i like how you said it you're not sitting there at the end going that's it you're sitting at the end going that's it that's it i need more you can't that's all you're gonna tell me after season one you know i'll I'll say this to my to my non-spoiler people that haven't seen it yet go fuck yourself you should go watch it i'll give you dan's apple tv user (laughs) and login so you can go do it um it is a brand new concept. It's not something you're going to go, oh, yeah, you know, they did this back in that movie eight years ago where, you know, this is kind of a beat off that show. It's a very new concept. It is phenomenal acting. It is a great story. It is intense. It's a slow burn. And it's a very bingeable show, right? I mean, if, if you're sitting there and you're like, ah, I need something really good to watch. I need something that's going to captivate me. I'm in the mood for something like that. You are going to be able to jump right in this, and within 15 minutes, you're going to say to yourself, I want to see how this ends up. This is interesting. Yes. No, I, I agree. It, it, if you want a show to binge, this is the one. If you want one to obsess over, this is the one. If you want the one to watch 100 YouTube videos, go on Reddit, this is the show. And Count like, it. I, and one. And like compared, not compared to the bear, but the reason I like the bear so much is because it was, it felt so new and genre bending for me. Like it was such its own thing. And it's like Severance's concept, brand new, obviously no one's done it. It's such an amazing concept. What if you could turn off your brain while it worked? But like this style of show, everyone's trying to do it. The confusing mystery, fucked up world, bad yeah. people, like everyone trying yeah. to figure it out. It's like everyone tries to do this type of show. This one does it perfectly, and you can tell. We talked about this in Stranger Things, where it's like we didn't think it was fully planned. You know, yeah. like we thought there was holes in it. This they know they're they know what they're doing airtight. for at least four seasons. It was they very know. airtight for sure, and uh, um, yeah, they do it perfectly. Yeah, and it makes you question the morality of it. Like you know, it's Definitely. something that I bet could be done at some point in the future here in the real world. Yeah, you know, makes you think to yourself, would I want that to be right? Rachel starts yelling at me. I click a button and I just had this emotional abused any that 
only wakes up when he's getting reamed out, right? Maybe anybody's reaming him out. I'm just clicking the button in my pocket and little Hunter the Innie's just automatically crying from the last scarring trauma. Or maybe you just want to set it up where every morning you wake up, your severance kicks in and then you're sitting down for bed again. Maybe you just love sleep and that's your life, right? right. But, you know, it makes you think you can do that. You know, a little emotional abuse dummy. Is it right? Is it correct? Would right. you want it? And, and the, the morality question, it's so obvious at first. Like, dude, of course I don't want to remember at work. You know yeah. what I mean? So obvious at first. But what the show brings up quickly, not a spoiler, but it's like, all right, let's follow the severed version of you who has to go to work. Yes. And that's where you get into the morality questions of conscious. Is this a real person? That sort of thing. And it's like, I, I got I got excited for a second. We're still in no spoilers. But yeah, the morality is there. And like, when you have a concept that's this strong, that brings up questions like that, and then has is actually a good TV show alongside with it. You're kind of crafted for perfection. Yeah, it's rare that concept really matches good show. Yeah. Oh, f- absolutely. And I'll say this too: you you might be thinking to yourself, "Oh, clearly nothing bad could be going wrong if you're walking right into an office building. There's going to be a hundred people there. There's windows. There's cameras. They are working for a very, very, very wealthy pharmaceutical company that's more or less a religious cult, kind of equivalent to Umbrella for any of you that have seen Resident Evil, anything like that. Very deep state." You walk in, you go down an elevator, who knows how many floors down you are. No one's hearing your cries for help. No one's here. You know, they control you down there. Right. You're not, you're not banging on a window if you're pissed off. You know, you're not, you can't bring your phone down there. You can't bring nothing down there. All right. That might've been a little spoilery, yeah. but you know, no, you're, it was you're trapped. It was close. It was close to a spoiler, but they really show like the halls in it and everything. It's like, it, it, it's a fucking maze. Also mm-hmm. kind of a spoiler, but it's a fucking maze up there. Down um, there down there you think they go no i think they go up you're crazy what okay go down it's the basement okay um that's fair just in my head they always go you see the i think you see the elevator go down once or twice i think you see it i think you see it go up when they're leaving when 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 (laughs) no spoiler yeah no spoilers no (laughs) yeah we start arguing about the elevator for an hour and a half um you know and then i would have started spilling some beans and everyone would have been like well i'm not watching this show now thanks consumer and i go go fuck yourself you should have seen it already yeah thanks consumer um i guess my no last no spoiler pitch because i'm ready to spoil is like we've talked about a few things but it's like you keep going into it the music's really good and really creepy Mm -hmm. very Hans zimmer-esque okay I, I, I think Hans Zimmer's a little more like epic, I would use the word. Yeah, I, I meant kind of like the he's good at the ticks getting faster That's and fair. the music That's and the fair. music crescendoing good. and you get a lot of that. That was good music theory from us. We think we we're both right. Um you're right. But they, they play his piano and it creates this ominous feel and like all the scenes, especially in and out of the office, are very white, black, like these neutral colors and minimalistic. Yeah, it's just like super uneasy feeling the whole time. Um, and then, you know, that music paired with like really good cinematography, especially in the office. I really like when they're in the office. Um, I don't know. Good acting, good directing. I think the show's fucking amazing. Yeah. All right, spoilers. Spoilers. I was, uh, you know, I want to, I am just horny to spoil. Yeah. yeah. That whole time I was just, I was fully freaking bludgeoned to freaking spoil for you guys. Yeah. I felt it's sick. It's just, oh, I was itching. I felt sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a pit in my stomach. 
You know, it was like, did I just hit a deer or a child? Right. That's what it felt like. I've never hit either. With my car. Don't my plan car. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, <laughs> yeah, no. You just hitting a deer. Back. Yeah, it's like I, I just hit a deer, dear friend of mine. You know, Ooh. one of those little sad things. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That's tough. Mm. Hope your dear friend's all right. Yeah. Um, you want to give your score? Yeah, yeah. I'll go first. You um, have to. That's that's the rules. No, no. I thought we alternate. We do a little thing. Right, this is a two-way relationship. No, heart. You're not I went, I went first last over. time, and I came all right, out then, yes. with the bear. All right, yeah. all, right, all, right, all right, all right. You're right. You're correct. You know what? You're right. It's been two weeks. Thank you, Dan, for skipping out. I forget <laughs> these things. All right, I forget. Idiot. Um, okay, Severance, season one, preface. I think, as you mentioned earlier, you think of these great starter seasons where it can't be replaced, right? Uh Season one of Lost, season three of Game of Thrones, these standalone seasons that are just so phenomenal. In most cases, it's usually the first season, just because people don't know what the story is going to be after that. Seems like Severance does know that. I think this is as close as you can get to a perfect season. I hit season one of Severance with a 95. A 95, right? Oh, and I, I think it's justified. I was on moviewrankings.net, and they 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 rank things above 95. I don't think this is me really overstepping my boundaries. I think the acting, the cinematography, the story, the curiosity, the high heart pressure, the, the beating, the I want to know more, mm. I don't think they missed a beat. Sure, an episode might get a little slower because it's more dialogue and they're figuring it out, but it didn't. I didn't feel like anything was rushed. If anything, I'm saying I wish you told me earlier, but that's me being greedy, and I'm happy they did it the way they did it. You know what I'm saying? So us, baby. Welcome back. Little Kevin Harlan 2K intro for you. Yeah, technical difficulties for sure. I think my camera broke everything, and now I look extremely <laughs> unflattering from below because Hunter's up here on my monitor, and you guys are down here, so it's oh, a little man. awkward. This is embarrassing. Yeah, you just you fucked the whole project. Um, but we don't want to lose that much train of thought. We prepare for these things. Dan is a technician at heart, even though we have our own technician, Mike, in the studio as well to help fix it, even though we couldn't fix it. Um, but to get back on track, like I said, we prepare for these things. So don't worry. We'll still be providing you the greatest audio quality content and measurement that you could ever, ever imagine from a podcast duo. Um, to jump back into it, yes, Severance, 95 was the score. Sorry if this is abrupt. I loved it. I thought it was as picture perfect as you can get for a single season of television. It is great. It is awesome. I want you to watch it or I will haunt your dreams. Daniel, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I got to get back in the zone because crazy enough, I also gave it a 95. Oh, winner, winner. I wish we had a little bell, a little pirate yeah. bell. Yeah, that's oh. special. Mark it. That's a moment for us. That's uh, a same buck. score. 95, you add it together. That is... <laughs> 190 190 <laughs> almost 200 um, yeah no i thought about it and it was like oh i forgot how good this show was it's literally amazing almost perfect i don't know how to rate something that is perfect like like make something 100 i think something to be 100 would have to be like season four of this show like a finale right. involved right. like the finale has to be involved um start to finish the show is amazing. The slow burn intrigue mystery is mind blown. And the mystery that they build is unique. 
new and it and it's captivating. Um, I thought the acting, like in all the shows we've done, acting's been good, acting's been great. This has standalone amazing performances. Unbelievable. From Adam Scott as Mark S to Mr. Milchek to Mrs. Cobell. I thought they were like like amazing performances and then right below them were just as nearly as good acting performances for the rest. Yes. Um but like the story itself is so good and what happens in the show is so good and they give us just enough the thriller the mystery the acting the music like and also i'm gonna go on one more thing that's like basically the end of my review but like what makes this show so good is like when you get shows like this and sometimes it finishes you're like was i supposed to understand that right like, right dude you have to like read online it's like no 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 dude the reason she did this because in the beginning if you look in the very background there's a picture and it's like i hate that shit this show has like little hints of that just enough, but it also gives you like concrete evidence. Yeah. Um, and I, I just like, I appreciate learning things and getting actual answers and also having like motifs and symbolism mm-hmm. and like sort of that things, because like, uh, if you want to talk like Kier's whip or whatever, like his yeah. five, like how to make a perfect human or something like, like some shows might, that might be the big reveal or like that might be so centered around something like weird and right. ethereal, like away from what, like and I, this show had that stuff, but they also had the grounded real life mystery, real characters doing real things and real yeah. shit happening. Yep. Yep. I mean, Spot on. First off, awesome that we both had 95. That is great. Yes. yes. Um, I And, you know, I don't know what else to say just broadly about the show is that it is it is just that good. It is just that good to get a 95. And yeah. it's right up the alley. You know, at least for me, you know, I know how you like uh, shorter shows runtime-wise sometimes, but for me it was perfect. 50-minute episodes, freaking edge-of-your-seat type shit. Yeah. So interesting. And, I mean – you gotta go watch it right yeah, you just you, gotta go do you it. have to watch it and like i said like every show tries to be like this and like yeah every show tries to be like stranger things season one lost season one with like all of these characters and this huge mystery in this brand new world uh, people tend to fail at it if not like they do all right at it this is this is the staple the perfect way to do it yes yes freaking freaking a right um, um let's get into some of yes. our stuff because i'm like kind of like just generally talking me too about the show is, yeah. i feel like i could just talk I, we're, you know we got want to keep this short we're bite-sized we're bite-sized right. podcast you know so if we don't check each other here we're probably going to go on for an hour and a half about the show because there's so many points i want to bring up but we're going to condense it bite-sized so that you get a little tidbit be like oh yes oh yes oh mm. no you know that's mm. what we're going for You're high right. quality high quality meat you want you want to touch on our our ranking system? Yes, yes. So of course, as always, we do it by five categories: acting, plot, creativity, entertainment. I wrote employment. I must have been thinking of something else at the time. And then our X factor. That is what we rank them on. So first one, acting. You know, I'll start it off here. Like you mentioned earlier, it's not a listers. It's not. Leonardo DiCaprio or people that you see on all these shows and all these movies, you know, it's not Zendaya. It's not someone that's so blown up. It's amazing. It is Adam Scott. It is Christopher Walken, who, you know, is very known, a legend in the acting game, but is not, you know, he's no Bob De Niro. 
Not to discredit Walken, though. He's freaking amazing. John Turtle, Turtle, Turtle Toe. How do you say his name? Turtle Toe? Totoro. 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 A couple other people. Patricia Arquette. She plays the mom in the Gypsy Rose Blanchard show. The acting was great. I mean, from the main characters down to the side characters, they absolutely hit it on the nail. And what I think the coolest thing that they do, acting-wise, is that Every character, every main character at least, is playing two characters. They're any and they're Audi. So you have such distinct characters for one body. You have Adam Scott playing this depressed, his wife died, he hates his job, he hates his life. Audi, who just gets home from work, even though the second he cashes in, he comes out of the elevator, right? Gets on the couch, watches movies. He has no no light in his sky, right? I mean, he doesn't really want to talk to his family. His sister's the only person in his life. And then you have his Innie, who is this super belts too tight, chipper, chippity corporate businessman that's high good morning. Like he's a normal yeah. SpongeBob, right? Like that's yeah. who he is. No, and, and I commend him and all the other actors that are doing that inside and outside that it's just, it's great. You know, you would have no, you could watch the show of all the Audis and be like, all right. And then you can watch with all the Innies and say, oh, is this two different shows? Just because yeah. all the artistic shit is different. The music is different when they're inside and out. The characters are different. I mean, and another cool thing, last thing I'll say about the acting is that one of the main characters, Mrs. Cobell and Mrs. Selvig, she plays obviously the boss down there, the big, the head honcho, the big Cheddar, down in the any world of Lumen. And she has both of her memories. She's not severed. And she's putting on this persona as on the outside. She's this next door neighbor that's a little frail and a little quirky and goofy. And on the inside, she is just this ruthless bitch from hell that will take no shit. And to watch her act that out too, right? Because the difference between our main characters and then Mrs. Selvig, who's also a main character, of course, is that she has to portray that she knows everything that's going on, even though she's, she's acting inside of acting, inside of acting, right? A bunch of layers. It sounds confusing, but I mean, if you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. It's just, it's well done. It's marvelously acted. It's beautiful. Yeah, no, acting is something that I think stands alone in the show. Um, uh, Mark S. Adam Scott deserves all the credit, all the praise. Yes. And like you mentioned that he has two separate personalities, but both of his Audi and Innie grow in the season. Yeah. Like usually do in movies, but like seriously grow in his tone and what in like all of that changes so in theory he's playing four characters like because both learn more and more about what's going on and then he changes and i, I just thought he did amazing and like yes. i think my favorite is mr milchek just because he like he is so chaotic not his character he's dealing with so much chaos and so much shit going wrong and he's never really in control, but he always acts like he's in control and yeah. nothing's wrong because he's basically a babysitter, right? Like the innies is somewhat baby brained. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's basically their babysitter. And he's always like, hmm, it's okay. But everything around him is chaotic. He's getting fucking yelled at. Things are falling apart and he's so chaotic, but then he just like pulls it in. And I absolutely love his performance. Yeah. I love him in that final episode running after Dylan, cutting yeah. him down. He's like, Dylan, I'll get you a, a custom coffee koozie. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that scene. Yeah. Um, so I thought his performance was amazing. Adam Scott and then Mrs. Cobell, like you talked about, the layers to all their acting was extremely special. And like, I, I mean, we have to give credit to Helly, Bert, um, not Bert, yeah, Bert and Bert, Irvin. Irvin. 
Bert or never. And then Dylan is amazing comedic relief and also a good actor. He's not like out of place by any means, but he's the office funny guy. He's basically yeah. you if you put on a hundred pounds. Sure. And grew up, yeah, he is more like more like one hundred and fifty because I'm so slim. Right. Um. Yeah. No. It's like he's the office funny guy. He's telling jokes. He's talking about how his delts are big because his Audi does muscle shows. Um. I just think the cast is extremely well rounded. Yeah. Uh, people acting like they're severed is amazing. Like performances and yeah. I just acting was top notch. Yeah. Freaking could agree with you more, Daniel. Could agree with you more. All right. Um, moving on to the second part, plot, right? Which feel like this is probably, you know, acting was a 10. Plot's probably also a 10, right? You know, it stands alone. It's that good. Um, like we mentioned in our in our initial thing as well, again, you know, I'll keep hitting back to it, but it is, what, what makes the plot cool is that it is a new idea that can happen in a real world and they reveal it in a way that makes it seem so futuristic and interesting and crazy and intricate that it seems like it can never happen, but it could act it. It could happen. It's real it's real world things tied into it. It's politicians that are severing their wife. It's a huge pharmace- pharmaceutical company that from the outside seems like a CVS pharmacy, but on the inside, it they treat it like a religion, as a family cult, as this end-all be-all of of world medicine and cutting-edge technology. And you just get so much infused into it. And every time you think you figured it out, it opens a whole nother door for you to investigate. thought it was so cool. No, you're right. There's always, there's, you always think you're getting what you need and there's always more information in the story. Um, Yeah. I I thought plot, like in terms of just story, I think it was amazingly well done. Like to start, I was watching the first episode today. It's like, you don't, really know much you don't even know that they hate work and um you don't really know much about his outside life and it's like we learn these things with the characters and i love when any show does that when you can kind of be a part of it with them yes um you're along for the journey yeah and they do it to the very end and like uh not to get into like the details of plot but like um the finale i thought was like the perfect and to this season one plot, which also let open this massive door to season two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought the end of season one, them opening up their innies on the outside world, sa- saved by Dylan doing the full arm stretch. I thought yeah. that was just awesome. I mean, right. The opening scene is you have a girl wake up on a wooden table with Adam Scott talking to her through a speaker saying, he goes, like, he goes, who are you? Yeah. Like, just like that, you go, oh, whoa, what kind of show is this? And I mean, that is, right, I mean, that creates the curiosity right off the jump. I mean, I'd love to be Adam Scott in that situation, except if I had my memories, they'd wake up and I'd be like, you know, just asking them random questions. Do you know the Muffin Man? You know, yeah. and, they're, and they're like, what the fuck is the Muffin Man? I'm like, do you know the Muffin Man? You know, some. Yeah, it's like, what street does the Muffin Man live on? Right, I would turn it into a huge propaganda thing, which adds into morality, which kind of does in the show, right? They could do whatever they want to these people. I would, I, They would wake up and I'd go, the Bills won the Super Bowl every year from 1989. All the <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm letting them know. Right. right, if you had the chance to just go to someone's mind who knows nothing about history and like any, any, no, any sort of information, what do you tell them? Yeah. The Bills are the best NFL yeah. team ever. Yes. 
oh my god, fuck yeah! I would, I would really, I would, I would burn him to the ground as the office funny guy. Um, anyways, <laughs> like to wrap up plot really quickly, just all the different things that go on. I mean, all all the shit you're introduced to, where at, at every instance it gets wilder and wilder. When it seems like they can stay at the same level they're at, and you go, "There's no way this can get creepier." And it's like the more they reveal, the more questions you have, right? Which I, is I, great. I. I'm just looking at the episodes because I was like, when I was talking about plot, I was like kind of blanking, but it's like, they keep creating new branches as you go on. Right. Yes. So it's like, here's the first branch. It's like, he doesn't like his job. It's like, here's the second branch that there's other departments. All right. Here's the third branch. There's an elevator that only goes down. He, you know what I mean? Here's the fourth branch. That's his dead wife. Right. Right. And it's like, Okay, we started with it. There's one main branch, and then these like they keep jutting off. It's like, what is O and D making? What does MDR actually do? And it's like they talked about. I read an article like Lost. Lost would leave a few of these. They'd cover most of them, but would leave a few. Severance planning to cover all of them. Yeah. And season one maybe opened up thirty five. Let's say they probably covered six. Yeah. 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 If that. Right. But I guess that's the perfect way to look at the plot. Yeah. Is that main branch and they keep creating new juts and they just covered a few and that's all we needed. And then at the end of the season, they just go. <sighs> right. Right. Like if you're watching this show, don't come to us for answers. You know, if, if you're trying to watch a show that gives you instant gratification, this is not it for you. No. Right. It's just, you got to, you seatbelt, double seatbelt if need be, child lock it, lock the doors, brick on the freaking brick on the gas pedal and you're just going yeah. it's taking you for a journey you know you you gotta earn it in this show it's like yeah. hey guess what man like you gotta so earn you- your fucking stripes you know right. ain't no baby back bullshit right you're sitting through it just like all of us <laughs> i mean i watched it as it came out so i really earned it um, i had to wait a week for the last episode that's I had to fair. Wait a week. i'm glad i'm glad you caught up i'm glad yeah. you caught up oh. that, <laughs> that was oh i forgot about when i told you about severance and then <laughs> Oh my god yeah you go you gotta check out this show on apple tv it's really good i watched the trailer i go all right give me your apple password and username again real quick and you're like all right you know i want to talk about it how quickly can you catch up i go oh i'll i'll catch up i've I, I forced you to do it i said dude the finale's in a week i want you to be caught up today yeah yeah and i definitely burned through every episode and i think it was two days i ripped through it all i think i had a weekend i think i finally <laughs> sat down to watch it on a friday and i said honey cancel the plans i'm watching severance on even rachel talks about it now she goes is this that lumen show i go no but it could be it could be um no i'm i'm really glad you watched it because it is amazing and we both gave it a 95 yeah um but as I was watching some YouTube today and I was like on the Reddit, first of all, I saw this thing that I wanted to bring up. I forgot. It's amazing. So before they revealed that Heli is an Egan. Which is so cool. This girl called this this person on Reddit called it. And they didn't just call it be like, I think Heli's an Egan. They made like a six page like a six power six slide PowerPoint, right? Of all these reasons. And it's like the framing. And it's like showing Heli in the perpetuity wing. Her yeah. face right next to one of the other Egans, and like they both are angled the same way, and it looks exactly like the woman. It's like her the way she dresses, and it's like that gray blue, and it matches. Oh, it's like dude, and then she like okay, that's away from the visual things. Here's the other. It was like that's a trip. That's not. 
not only is she called, they also laid the path for you, right? And it's like, that's what I appreciate. It's not like bullshit, like... Right, out of thin air. Oh, she's an Egan, and nothing pointed to it. Right, they're like, you know, they're laying these little eggs because they know their answers in the end. But the fact that she called it, I thought that was... Right, I mean, when you say it like that now, like once you find out that reveal, I mean, it makes so much sense, right? She does all this horrible shit to herself, sends in the I want to quit things, hangs herself in the elevator yeah. right it's like if i if i woke if i got out of the elevator any audi you know if i'm coming awake and i'm i got a fucking noose around my neck right. at a corporate job yeah. i'm gonna, i'm not right that we're talking no two weeks notice that's an immediate yeah. resignation i'm filing a lawsuit and i'm sitting on a beach in bermuda you yeah. know i'm not going back down there with rope burns right like right you're like i mean it it, makes yeah it's five days in a new job bro why like you know what i mean so it makes sense why she kept coming back right right five days in a new job you're hanging yourself in the elevator something really bad's happening something the game is afoot and like me and you could probably talk about theories for a while and i don't love to like over theorize about agreed agreed it's like yeah i could do anything and like kind of happened with game of thrones and that was a problem with season eight um totally lost my train of thought but, um, oh, it was her, about her Audi. Like, her Audi could is probably going to be, like, a bad person in a way. Yeah. Like, it's for Severance. is for this company. Yeah. The Egan's are creepy as fuck. Yeah. I mean, her dad scared the shit out of me in the finale. I mean, amazing acting in that scene where she's in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. She's shaking. She recites the lines from, like, the apology, whatever it was, and has to talk to her dad. It is terrifying. Yeah, for sure. Um, um yeah let's go to the next category move it on we got creativity and entertainment we'll kind of loot those you know together keep it short correct. and sweet correct uh maybe future rep maybe we'll come up with new ones because they are a little jumbled together but that's all right creativity and entertainment right entertaining yes creative yes. fuck yes yeah I think- both of them absolutely <laughs> next no yeah. seriously no it's like you if you know what the show's about like we said like all you need to know is the concept of the show extremely creative extremely unique and then inside of the show, like in the office, like uh, the different departments, the different, the goats, the, I fucking love how analog, by the way, how analog the controls are. It reminds me yeah. so much of Lost. Like, yeah, it's like knobs and twists in this like super futuristic thing. Yeah. And people are saying that's probably for the innies. It's like an innie thing. So like they're comfortable with it. They can understand this basic technology. Um, but I love that aesthetic. Um, yeah. But the, the idea of the whole show super creative entertainment we talked about the slow burn thriller it's there dude we can talk about taking off our shirts here the defiant jazz scene looking back on it it's not scary by any means it's just like really well done when i was watching it dude i was tense. creeped i creeped was out creeped it's so creepy because we don't know answers and the way milchek talks and the way cobell talks and the way this office is laid out and we don't know what's really going on everything's creepy because we don't know answers right so that's the slow burn the answers at the end but as we go on it still feels creepy because we don't know why yeah and the defiant jazz scene dude milchek it was oh my god it was a mix between like a kindergarten's birthday party (laughs) and some kind of like mass genocide about to take place right four people in an office who are all it's towards the end of the season so they're all starting to think whatever's going on is fucked up comes in puts on the party lights puts on defiant jazz on a record player and he's going with his eyes wide open the whole time, yeah. just bopping. Like, come on, Dylan. Like, move those arms. Move I love those this arms. Movie. Helly, you like the music? Yeah. You know? Weird. 
I, I like how they all danced. I love how they all danced. They all had their own little moves. Like, Kelly's just kind of groove. Dylan's pissed yeah. because, I mean, he what, we, all, we all watched the show. Like, he yeah. woke up with his kids, and um, that's how they figured out about that. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then he tackles and bites Milchek, which is fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah. I thought in that moment, Milchek was just going to pull out a pistol and shoot him in the face. <laughs> he just got defy Defiant dance is over. Yeah. Dance party is over. I'm like, I thought he was getting locked up in the chokey from Matilda. I Asia. thought he was going away. What do they call it? The musical dance experience or something? Yeah. Uh, God, something like that. Yeah. Mu- dance, something dance, ex- experimental dance experience. Something, no, no, experience yeah. something like that. Um, No, but like he has that chaos and then comes calm and talking about his acting is great. Uh, yeah. But creativity, and I think entertainment's, I thought it was, I wouldn't call it slow in the beginning, but it's a lot of out of the office, a lot of PD. Um you know it's the beginning of a season one of a show it happens right uh so i guess that was probably the least entertaining part was the beginning and but but with a story like this you have to ease us into it though correct i I don't think it was bad but like dude those last uh, out of nine episodes episodes, last even five to maybe skipping the first two first three it's like oh you're in it you're yeah in it you're in it it's like every episode that goes by, you're starting to get quicker and quicker at putting the puzzle pieces onto the puzzle. So by the time you get to the home stretch, this piece, this piece, this piece, this piece, shit, shit, fuck, no, god damn it, you know, just plugging and playing, you're going crazy, and the music's picking up, and oh my god. I guess the only big reveal was that Gemma, Mark's wife, is alive, and then yes. she's there. Um the therapist lady inside the office yeah. and it seems like she doesn't she allegedly died in a um, car seems, crash yeah and it seems like she doesn't leave the office she goes in that elevator that only goes down that Bert paints a lot uh-huh. um so it's like it, i'm pretty sure what happens is she's just not a, her audi's not alive yeah it's just her, the any like the audi's just turned off oh yeah. that's a, i never even thought like she might actually be dead. Right, and they found a way to turn on a little part of her brain. Oh, a, shit. A, a lot of people talked about cloning. So that might, they might be in the cloning as well. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that goes into my fifth category, my X Factor, which is the category. I wrote my X Factor as the X Factor. And oh. why, you may ask. Hmm. Every time you think you get a beat on this show, something even weirder and creepier pops up that makes the show so much deeper. What I mean by that, you know, first two episodes, there's an any, there's an Audi, they're severed. One works in an office. Nobody knows what they do. They're just picking scary numbers and dropping him in a box. And the Audi is just depressed with his life. His wife died. Everything's over for him. And you just get all these crazy turns, right? Then you find out that there's way more departments in the, than them for. And then the yeah. one department is making these action cards, like karate cards. Are they are they making an army, you know, or or what are they doing? Cloning, right? Are they trying to teach a lot of people? What are they going to do in that way? There's a waffle party, right? And, and to preface the waffle party, the owners of Lumen, the Egan family are treated like gods. It's, it's like communist era, Russia with Stalin or, or Hitler's Germany. They have their pictures on these huge portraits. They have their handbooks where Egan is law. You can only worship Egan. Like Egan is the future. Lumen is everything you need. And it's this crazy brainwashing. And then you you hit your bonus, you hit your quota, and they bring you into a room where all these strippers are wearing Egan masks of dead family members just dancing around you and licking your body. What the fuck is that? 
What the yeah. fuck is that? And then you mentioned the elevator that goes down and Cobell says that great thing to Mark in the real world. Well, she's, she says, you want to fuck with me? Or maybe to Hallie, I forget <laughs> who she said it to. She goes, you want to fuck with me? I'll put you, I'll make you lifeless and put you in the basement. Like you'll never see the light of day again. You will be my slave forever. Oh. And right at that moment, my, my head's ringing. What, what's going on? The elevator that goes down. Uh, what's down there? A thousand people, a hundred thousand dead bodies, an army, a, a bunch of people that they've just been taking from the real world and faking these deaths and these accidents and training them with the little cards and using the milk from the goats to keep them, you know, give them the nutrients in an IV, right? Like you just don't know what's going to happen. There's so many wild terms. Right. There's, I, you're right. I, I wish I could. I mean, I tried my best to follow. I was, I don't, I even was rambling, rambling. No, it's fine. Sure. It's fine. You got excited. Um, there are so many turns in this show. That's what makes it good. But as you were saying that, I just remembered that like everything's done for a reason and everything's yeah. linked to something or everything means something. And I think that's what's amazing about this show. Yes. Um, mine quickly, because I want to talk about some things that actually happen in the show. I want to talk about like theories and like some ideas because you said a bunch of stuff. I thought the cinematography, that was my final one. When they were in the office, they created this maze effect and everything's white and you never know where you are, mm-hmm. especially when they're walking around. this like dizzying feeling of these never ending intersecting hallways. I just thought that was magnificent. That's mm-hmm. really it. Because so with Cobell, um, I think what you were referencing was like, I'll put you in the fucking basement. They shouldn't really say that. I think it's in the final episode when Helly's yeah, about to go lines. on stage. Yeah. Helly's yeah, about yeah, to go yeah. on stage. She grabs her. And she realizes I'll, it. I'll put but Mark down there. Sorry. Sorry. I see it. I see it in a totally different light. She's, she's like, you don't realize what you're fucking doing. You guys are about to be fucked, basically. Yeah. But I think Cobell. So Cobell has that shrine for Kier that she like knocks over when um she gets fired. Mm, mm-hmm. Remember? And mm-hmm. in that, there's this little breathing tube with like a name tag that's her mom's and her mom dies. And that breathing tube was a looming breathing tube that had defects. So it didn't work. So basically, a theory is that her mom was on this breathing tube trying to live a looming one and it was broken and it killed her mom. Right. So she goes to work for looming and works her way up to the top. And she just wants to work her way up to end up getting her revenge. Right. And there's like a few, a few things that note to that. Um, but so it's like when she's talking to Helly, she's like, you don't know what you're fucking doing. She's, she's going to ruin it all for that. You're blowing my cover. You're blowing the butt. You're about to put on lockdown. Cobell, she got her job back because she saved the day. Right. Yeah. So that's the only reason she did it because she saved. So now she's back and like, she's probably going to team up with them in some sort of manner to get back at them. But it's like, why was she watching Mark so closely? And I think she, like, maybe her mom's still alive. It's so fucking crazy, but it's like she was trying to get Mark and Gemma back, right? She, like, brought a candle out of Mark's basement into their therapy session. Her whole thing is, can they can they recognize each other? Right, right. Oh, my God, that's a good... You got any more theories? I'm interested yeah, to oh, I know. About. This one I'm, I'm pretty solid about. Um, all of Rickon's friends, I'm pretty sure, are severed. So that that big group that Mark has a dinner with in the first episode and then the final episode when they're like they lose the baby and they're at Rickon's book show. So it's like, why do they love Rickon's book? Rickon's book sucks. Objectively, it sucks. But all the severed people love it right in the office. And then all of these people love it and worship him. And when that guy finds the baby, why is he like, I found the baby praise me? It's like, okay, how many people are severed? 
and did they just throw him out in the real world it's pretty clear all these people act weird and at first i was like oh they just live in this futuristic weird fucking world in a way they do but those people are pretty clearly severed and it seems like more people right, they're just are, off. they're outside of the office are severed right because you can you can get it you know you don't just have to do it at lumen right like it's right. legal in some states i think they say like, congress people are pushing right. it to get legal in their states people just want it that's that's interesting. Yeah, that's and weird. Lumen seems to be trying to sever, create an army, sever the world. Right. Like, right. they're they're onto some fucked shit. Yeah. Like, the Kier family is a little different than the severing procedure. They seem like they're past that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. they're talking about the revolving, and they're like, my daughter, Heli. You know right. what I mean? It's like, oh, what's good? Right, right, like, right. Yeah. Definitely. Huh, interesting. Right, because we also don't know how long Severance has been around, right? I think they're just like, oh, it's this new thing that's that's hot right now in the world. It could be, you know, five, six years in. Right. We don't know how many people have gotten this done for just regular jobs or whatever. Yeah. Something else I, I want to mention that I, I saw on a YouTube video that I thought was amazing. So the episode one opens with Heli on that table, right? She just gotten severed. She's like, flat. yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> like squished. Yeah, it, flat back. The, the table looks like a coffin. And and Mark is over the intercom and he just goes, who are you? And she asks if she's in hell. But it's like... Is those, she in hell? Yeah. And it's like those things, the first words of the whole show, are, are the season. Who are you? Right? It's like this whole question of who are... Are these real people? Right. Who are you? And it's like, am I in hell? This office right. is clearly a version of hell for them. They can never leave. They can never leave, and they don't know what they do and what they're doing it for. They sure. ne- before this, they never left the office. They get excited for deviled eggs. Mm. The egg bar is coveted as fuck. Mm, the melon bar. <laughs> the melon bar. Yeah. They listen to music, but when they do get to listen to music, they get one instrument. Like, what? what is this fucking place? Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. all crazy. And, I, and yeah. I'm glad they know what they're doing. Five years. They worked on the show for five years before it's it came perfect. out. Perfect. I think they know where they're going. With Shout out Ben Stiller. Makes me yeah. appreciate him way more as well, Secret a man Life in of, Hollywood. You ever seen Secret Life of Walter Mitty? I've not. Oh, I've not. oh dude, it's amazing. Did he do that too? He directed yeah. that too? Or produced yeah, it? that's his it's his movie. He's in it. He directed produced dude, Secret Life of Walter Mitty is awesome. Huh. Awesome. All right. I'll, awesome. That's that's on my what to consume list. It's definitely streaming on something. I watched it this year. Love it. Love it. Um, I mean, I don't know how to wrap up Severance because it's like, it's one of those shows that's created a conversation uh, about the show. It doesn't seem like it has a big enough audience yet for what it really did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll leave this to the viewers. Obviously, I, I think you could get on hints that Dan and I could talk about this probably for another two hours. You know, we can make this three and a half and just roll episode to episode. And we watched the show in April, dude. I yeah. mean, like, I, it was a long, it's kind of a long time ago. It, it feels like I kind of want to rewatch it now, you know, because yeah. it's been so long, yeah. even though it's been three months. It's not been long at all. Um, I will say this if you're interested, viewers of the show, DM us on Twitter. You know, shoot us a text if you know us. If you got any questions, some theories you want to run by us, maybe we'll read off your theory at the start of next episode. Mm. Oh, we got a theory here from Matt Barker who just watched the show. You know, mm. shout out Barks. Uh, yeah, reach out to us. You know, we'd like to engage with the fans. We are fun loving. We're great people. We've we've never never actually gotten a DM. Um, no, no, 
But people have replied to our tweets. I mean, definitely in the pandemic, people mm. people we were engaging we were scalding us. hot in the pandemic, right? Because yeah. people know we're non-sexist, we're not racist, we're strapping young men, we're great. We interact with the people. We're sports lovers. We gamble money. Movie enthusiasts. We love music. We're at peace with the world. Some would call us hippies. DM us. We're so easily approachable. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was just on IMDb. First thing on trivia says like this is this is how good the details in the show are. So the computers in in MDR, the computer uh, keyboards uh, has no escape key on it. Interesting. It's just like ah. They can, how do you, you think know, of that? Right, like right. they, they don't even want to know the word escape. They don't even want to teach that, them the word. This shows that detailed, right? It's wow, detailed. that's fascinating. Right, and that's like great. it makes sense. It's not like someone has to explain to you why that's you know like why that's cool or why that's like a nice Easter egg. You know, yeah, it's just it is cool. Just hearing it, like it just is cool after seeing the show. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Second season, uh, just got renewed in April. I think they're still writing it, so we yep. have to wait a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. Part of me feels like they probably had some kind of a script. I would love to see it next summer, basically. I I would love if we got it in like July, June, July time zone. That'd be great. You know, keep it at a year. I feel like shows are starting to take so long in between season. Gets a little distasteful. So if they could rip that Band-Aid off, that'd be sick. This would be one that I I love to watch week by week. Just Mm -hmm. give me that. Make me wait. Make me Uh, earn it. This is a great Sunday night OG HBO television show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is that upper echelon. Um, Okay. Uh, since we had to stop recordings, we're definitely over our hour time. I think we're at like I think we're at like an hour and ten. Keep it under an hour. And I'm weirdly tired this episode, and I feel sure. I'm having a hard time focusing. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. You know, it take two two weeks off too. We got to get back into our flow for all our love and we're, and we're doing a show we watched a little bit ago. So I'm really pulling out of my yeah, which I think pocket. makes us talk so much too because we're trying to figure out what to say. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're like we're like oh and uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah okay, exactly. what are we watching? What are we watching? Um, okay, so it's been two weeks, so I had a lot of time to consume, and I bet I'm leaving things off this list. Watched 40-Year-Old Version with Rachel, first time with her seeing it. Always classic film. Um, I watched Boogie Nights that they just added to Netflix. Young Mark Wahlberg, Burt Reynolds. Okay. Uh, John C. Riley is a legit actor. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. So great cast, great movie about the start of the porn industry. Check it out. Pretty interesting. Um, I watched Seven, Brad Pitt. Morgan Freeman, Need I Say More, great film. Uh, was on a little bit of a Will Ferrell kick, you know, did some semi-pro, did some Talladega Nights, you know, that was great as well. Um, I watched the first Sherlock Holmes, uh, love Robert Downey Jr., they're making the third one right now, I think we expect to see it this time next year, I think. I Maybe feel you know, this, like yeah, you watched Sherlock Holmes recently. Uh, probably like six months ago, yeah, so yeah. I just, I was just on and I clicked on it and it's just one of those films that I just love to rewatch. Cool. Um, I got a referral to watch this movie Gattaca on Netflix. I think that just came out too. Uma Thurman, Ethan Hawke, Jude Law, Alan Arkin. Really good futuristic-y social class film. Very interesting. Very cool. One of those breaking out films. You're know, you like, Mm. yes. But you're also a little bit of a thriller. Heart's racing. And then final thing I watched. list was long. It's been two weeks. Fuck you. Um, They just put out the uh, TV show adaptation series Resident Evil on Netflix. Uh, I love the movie franchise, even though it's it's basically based around the video game franchise. The movie franchise were way different than the video games, and a lot of people hated them. 
I loved him because I never played the video games, so I could give less of a shit. And I watched the TV show. It was all right. I think future seasons will be a lot better than this season. I think they're just finding their way, and once they get greenlit, it'll be great. But that is what I have been watching. And Westworld is back. It's fully back. Please watch it. People are on the train. My tweet's getting some love. It is so good right now. All the actors are back. It's back. I love you. Christopher Nolan's brother, Jonathan. I, and Lisa I, Joy. I, I do. We're not going to talk about Westworld. But I, I think I want to watch. Please. God, God, do I beg you to watch. God, do I um, beg you to watch. I just have to. I watched the first two seasons. I you got to power through the third. You got to po- Marshawn Lynch to the third season. That's all you need. <laughs> Fuck. Got to put your head down and shut up to get through that. <laughs> um. I underwhelming, underwhelming for me. I was on vacation. I didn't yeah. watch. A, I didn't watch yeah. a thing all week. Sadly, not even one movie. Um, that week before, I was on my social media binge. Right. Um, I was watching a lot of YouTube, a yeah. lot of YouTube, a lot of fantasy football. Sure. Talk. Sure. Um, I I watched Finding Nemo the other okay. night. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I watched Monster. Ellen DeGeneres. Everyone's favorite lesbian. The Finding Nemo is surprisingly funny. It is. Yeah. I watched Monsters Inc. Uh, the other sure. night. Disney boy. Yeah, and then I watched White Chicks. I watched White Chicks and Monsters Inc. in the same night. Love the Wayans brothers. Love them. Dude, Little back to back. That's one of my classics. That's one of my like OGs for some reason. Like I remember sure. way too much of that dumbass movie. Sure, it's nothing, so funny. nothing wrong with that. It's just poop humor. Yeah, I'm all um, for it. I think that's simply it. I don't think I watched anything else. No. Yeah. I need a show. I need to start a show. Um, between only murders in the building, trying to catch up. Maybe I could catch up. Or um, you watch I, Westworld. No. Yeah. But I got to earn that a little more. It's only Myrtle uh, murder. Only Myrtles. Only murders in the building. The boys. Or I guess oh, Westworld. True. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You got to watch that. Oh, that's a nice little chest shot we're getting right here. Oh, I was looking. I wrote down the shows I wanted to watch, and I have to watch oh, Lord of the Rings. I got to watch right. the movies. Yeah, which I'll I'll jump on with you if you want to do that. Um. Yeah, we got a lot lot to come up, lot to cover. Um. Things that we want to see, right? We want to see Nope in theaters. Uh. Bullet Train when that comes out looks. Every time I see a trailer, it actually looks more and more enticing. So I really want to see that. That looks like a sick, artistic, dope action film. It, it's going to be perfectly good, but not great. It's going to be yeah. right in that, like, just a fun summer movie in the theaters yeah. with the boys. Like, I just want to have fun and watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's any other new shows or movies coming right around the coming right around the river bend. Rachel wants to go see Where the Crawdads Sing, I think is the name. Reese Witherspoon, based off the book, the best-selling hit book that all the girls read. No, Ask no. Lily. I bet. She, I bet she's read where the yeah, why do sing. girls? Sorry, so off topic. Not really. Why do girls like all know the same books? Do you know what I mean? It, There's it, like it this just weird, hits their circles. Like you know, if I was like Hunter, have you seen Severance? It's like the same thing as when they heard like, have you have you read The Willows in the Dark Whale? Like right. what the? <laughs> that like, sounds these... like a good book. Yeah, willows and the, write that down. <laughs> yeah, willows and the dark whale. I don't know how they know. They all know the same author authors, and it's like, yeah. what the? F- no, I I got I got to work on Monday, and and two or maybe three separate girls asked me. They go, "Oh my god, have you and Rachel seen Where the Crawdads Sing yet?" And I'm like, "Didn't it just come out on Thursday?" And they're like, "Oh my god, like the book was great, the movie was good, like oh my god, you guys are gonna love it." And I know it's a total chick flick, right? It's not a rom com. It is a total, like, there's going to be tears. Some girl, she's in the marshlands. She's hated by the town. She blossoms into a beautiful young girl. I don't know. Reese Witherspoon's doing it. Who the fuck knows? We'll go see it. I'm excited. You know, a clear mind. 
Clear mind, open hearts, can't lose. Did Clear you see eyes. Minions? Not yet. Oh, no. No. Nope. Right. Oh, we haven't seen Thor Love and Thunder either, which. No. God, we've got a lot of movies. And I have a busy week this week, so I'm planning on hitting AMC at least twice next week. I'll probably just, yeah, sadly, I love Thor and I'm excited to see the movie. Might just wait for Disney Plus. Me too, for Thor. Me too. Me too, probably. It's kind of, I don't want to, we're done. This episode's over. This is one of our classic long ones where we keep talking at the end. But eh, the Marvel movies, they don't get me out to the theaters. They don't do it no more. What did just stimulate my nipples is all this talk about Kane the Conqueror oh, showing up in Ant-Man 3. The next Avengers is titled with Kane, yep, yep, yep. which I bet is going to miraculously Kane. time up perfectly with Loki season yes, two or something yes, like that. But yes. it made me want to rewatch Loki because I... I'm, I like Marvel. I, lo- I you know I wouldn't say I'm a di- you know I love Star Wars way more, but you know I'm into it. I still have a couple movies I got to see, but there was just something about Kane showing up at the end of Loki and all this talk that just got me really generally excited. Like this might open up a whole new door for Marvel. Like it might get a little darker. It might get a little more twisted. It just really intrigued me where this is going to go, and I'm pretty excited for this ne- next phase. Neither of us are Marvel nerds. Um, it's Kang with a G. Kang, Kang, not Kane. Kang, Kang the, the Conqueror. Conqueror. Um, I agree. I fucking loved Loki. And I just felt like after Loki, the multiverse was open and we were going to get that big villain that we were waiting for. But yeah. they just kind of burned time and burned movies. Fine. Fine. I, I didn't even watch Doctor Strange yet. Like, fine. But I can't wait for it to become that collective MCU again. Yeah. Right? Where it's like this has to do with this and this character just did this so this affects this like yeah eternals i didn't watch it dr strange i haven't no. seen it neither like and it's like Thor. we haven't seen it no. i just wanted that main core villain that main core story and yeah. i am excited kang's good jonathan majors yeah he's great yeah. loki and loki yep. loki and moon knight were like pretty good yeah like I if I wouldn't be surprised if the reason it's been such a slow drag is because they're still figuring out how the fuck they're going to integrate all this and Probably. figure out where the story is going to go. I bet it's also a little bit of shock and awe. We just had this massive climax to these last 12 years of movies. That's true. Let's let it simmer for two years. Let's That's put out true. these one-off movies to get these little side plots That's rolling true. up. And then it'll all come back together again. And you're just going to get punched in the mouth every six months with a new feature film or TV show. Which I'm for, so I'm also you know, let's co- see where this goes. Also, COVID fucked their schedule, but it's like big time. Let, let me like some of these things that were like Black Widow was a wash. Two, Eternals two, three years after it should have came out. Eternal, yeah, e- true. Eternals was a wash. Shang Chi was good, but so so standalone. Yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki, Hawkeye were the shows fine uh the three shows were fun that was a nice little drop 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 i didn't watch hawkeye yet but wandavision to uh, captain falcon to loki like i mean we did that they were fun it was all of our senior year second half of the summer so it was a nice little boom 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 boom, you know no they were fun it was just like yeah not 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 this big movies that we were waiting for but it's yeah um, little bits bite size as the podcast would say yeah Uh, yeah i'm actually gonna stop because i'm done with this um, yeah, we're excited for the future of Marvel and this big villain, though. Yes, that's, that's a fact. We're excited for just the future. Movies are finally getting back on track. Production's not getting stalled anymore. Right. Seems like Hollywood, Hollywood is Hollywood. coming back to normal. Hollywood. Yes. Um. Yes, I'm getting a convertible soon. 
Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Hollywood. <laughs> nice red convertible. Um, sure. This episode is over. Yeah. Um, Severance yeah. was amazing. 95. Yep. 95. If you made around. it this far, it's because you're on a car ride and you don't feel like putting something else on yet. That's mm-hmm. a fact. That's that's that is certainly if you're not doing this out of the kindness of your heart, sweetheart, you are forced to do this and you don't want to change what's going on. It's I, I, I don't know who listens to some podcasts besides my parents. That's the only people I, I know. I, get, I, get, I got text roll through from some of the boys. We got Matt Shiring, John Spina. Listen, Aaron Bengard. Thanks for listening. Nick Pekarski, Splooge. He just played in the Chicklets Cup this last weekend. Lost uh, team Paul Bissonette in the first round. But right. shout out you for trying. I, we appreciate our fans. I'll say yeah. that. Um, Donate. Oh, I need a quote. Thank God. Jeez. Yeah, I, got, I, I was waiting I was for you to bring it up. The Diet Coke didn't do what I wanted it to do. Mm. I I love how this whole time you've been looking into your laptop screen, but like I've just been thinking the whole time how you're looking at nothing but the desk and the mic. You no, know what I you're, mean? You're right here. Like I, oh. I, pulled, I pulled you down from my monitor down to here. So oh. I'm, I'm not. I'm looking at your face. That ruined a little bit of the magic for me. I was thinking like this guy's dedicated to to making the optics look good, as they say in Succession. The optics. What do the optics the look optics. like? Right. There's a show that's not a fantastic idea by any means. Nothing special about the idea, but just well yeah. done. Right? I'll come you, to that. You don't usually get both. No. Um. Being part of a family means smiling for photos. Harry Morgan. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean. This is what you've done after the first quote when I messed with you and talked about, and Steve-O talked about death. You get these. You get these. I mean, that was tears streaming. You know, that was just, look at it how you want to. Yeah. Look at it yeah. That's up to the, the audience to interpret that as they want. Yeah, either way they want to swing it. DM us what your thoughts were on. <laughs> yeah, we um, finally get a DM. <laughs> yeah, we get a DM. That was a fucked up quote, Dan. Sorry, guys. You know, you can't beggars can't be choosing. Send in your own quote, goddammit. Um, thanks for listening. 95's all around. Severance, we're rambling, we're back, we're gonna be consistent again. Maybe we'll see. Um, and as always, you can't eat your pudding unless you eat your meat. Thanks, guys. Bye.